everybody and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And Happy Happy New Year. Year. And welcome to the first of our weekly updates for 2019. Mm. Fair bit going on this week, Dale. Yeah, certainly jumped up a bit. We've got quite a few countries to get through this week, don't we? We do. So let's get it started. Last night we had Eurovisios Atranka kickoff. Mm. You're all over this one, in Lithuania. What's going on? Yes, the Lithuanian national final. We're at heat number one, which took place this morning, Australian time, last night for all you Europeans. Now, we didn't actually catch it, unfortunately, Mm. um, this year. And I know there was quite a few issues with the streaming, and it seems that we are blocked here in Australia, but we will work that through next week. I'm sure we missed a lot, Michael. (laughs) Sounds like it. Yeah, not too worried about missing, but last year, Iava was in the first one, so you never know. But last week, we did tell you Migloko won the jury vote before going into this. Uh, They didn't actually end up winning the Heat. Oh, really? They only came fourth in the televote, which is interesting. Okay. The winner was Manaz and their song Blind Bird. Okay. Second place and second place, jury and televote. Bit of a Jamala. Okay, and won the semi-final. All right, fair enough. So they're through. So a few songs get through. We don't have any lives for you yet, so we'll just keep you updated with what's going on in Lithuania. Are they back again next week? Not next week. It takes a week off, and then we'll, they'll be back in two weeks for heat number two okay. of the long, drawn-out journey oh, of Eurovisios Atranka. It's <laughs> just to draw it out a little longer, have a week off. All right, let's move on to the next one. We have Romania with Selexia Nacionala. They released all... Well, not all, 23 of their songs. I know, yes. Came out. So there is chatter that there might be one more to come. Bit of a wild card. Yes, apparently so. But we've got 23 of the 24 songs. That is, which is much better than last year when we trawled our way through 60 of mm. the initial list. I know. So this time we only had to get through 23. What did you think of the selection, Dale? Oh, look, it was diverse. There was rock. There was opera-ish <laughs> There was musical theatre. Oh, that was a bit of musical theatre. Quite going a lot. On. And some usual kind of Eastern pop. It was it was interesting. It was probably about the same level as last year. Yeah, I kind of agree with you there. I think it's about the same level as last year. Well, we did our little voting, as we always do. We rank the songs individually and come up with a combined top three. Mm. So let's have a listen to some of these, shall we? Oh, God. Coming in in our third place, we had Claudio Maria with... We are the ones. We are the ones looking for the light. We are the ones living for today. We are the ones reaching for the sky. We are the ones just to live this way. We are the ones looking for the light. Well, <laughs> look, I think he does struggle with the old diction there. Um, you did rank this a little bit higher than me, but what I did enjoy about this, what it, it had a bit of... Um, almost an Avicii country, even a Mons hero sound to it, just not done as well. And I think there's going to be definite <laughs> diction issues. If there's diction issues in the studio, they're going to definitely happen live. But I still enjoyed it. And he definitely had a decent chorus that you remembered. Thank I think you. that's what we both enjoyed about Thank it. Thank you. And that's a why I rated it so highly. I think it's because one of those choruses that actually stuck. Um, I think when I was going through a lot of these songs... They had some really good elements to it, but kind of fizzled out to nothing, and I couldn't remember them. This one I could actually remember. It had a bit of a chorus, and you need that bit of kick and a punch to get through in a competition, I think. So, can't say it's the greatest song, but no. as all sort of jury, if people kind of both rate it fairly high, somehow it, it did an Isaiah. It did, it did. <laughs> it's one of those ones where, you know, there was a structure of a song there. I think there were better artists, but hey, it, we were both a bit surprised. This ended up as our equal third, third. place yes, definitely, together. Definitely. 
definitely. Let's go on to our second place, Dale. Mm. Our second place was Two Gents with Le Le Le. Definitely uh, enjoyed the sort of Eastern, the kind of Romanian vibe to this one. Um, I did probably sort of struggle a little bit with the melody at times, a little bit messy, but again, it's got a chorus that sort of goes somewhere. It's definitely something that's stuck in my head. Yeah, no, look, I, I, this was my second favourite song, and I think th- I do like that kind of Eastern, that Romanian, Romany kind of sound. And some of this reminded me, that chorus of uh, Yossi Papai and Arigo, there was a similarity to me of that chorus, for mm. sure. But the verses are actually really quite strong, strong vocals too. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's probably a song I was surprised about how high it was up in your list, actually, which does say something about maybe, you know, it has probably mass, potential mass appeal. Yeah, I definitely think that one's got a chance to do fairly well. And I agree with that chanty sort of chorus. Mm. Could stick with a lot of people. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about what we voted as our top song from this year's Celestia. We have Laura Breton with Dear Father. Once that song finished, Michael, the first thing I said to you was, that is a Eurovision song. Um, really, it's a big ballad, and it goes, it starts off as a ballad, and then it goes kind of operatic at times. Mm. We're seeing a little bit of opera coming up here and there in, in some national finals, which is interesting. Obviously, maybe in, uh, an effect from Estonia last year. <laughs> but, you know, this young woman is very talented. She's only 16. She's been on America's Got Talent. Yes. Um, you can hear, I think, that in terms of her vocal and her diction as well, because she lives in America as well, I believe. So I, I just think this had a lot of peaks and troughs, a lot of drama, and I can see it on the stage at Eurovision already, let alone the national final of Romania. Have to agree, have to agree. I know you rated this one a little higher than I did, but I still liked it. This this has got drama, and this mm. has got peaks and troughs. This is a performance piece. Yes. And if she can get that performance right on a stage, I think this could be basically head and shoulders above everything else. It really did stand out. I am a little worried about those high-pitched vocals. I'm always worried about yeah. high-pitched vocals. Yes. Um, but it certainly goes to the operatic sort of side of things. But I really like it. I like it. There's two sides of her being 16. One, it suits the song because it's Dear Father and it doesn't sound... It'd be weird if a 30-year-old was singing it. (laughs) Like the way she's speaking in the lyrics. (laughs) But also, vocally, she's obviously not hit her full maturity of her voice yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I would guess. I'm not a vocal expert. But I think she probably still has some maturity to go there and whether or not it's going to sound as great live as it does in the recorded. But, hey, I'm here for it. Bring it on. Absolutely. We were quite impressed in that studio version, weren't we? 
For sure. So others, we should just talk about others that maybe caught our eye in the top 10 and mm. ones we both voted for. There was but only a few. There was only a few that we agreed on. But we will say that Esther and Nicola were two of the others that we both had in our top 10. And of course, we both had in our top 10. And objectively... Yes, true. We both had our Australian girl, Sonia, in there. Mm. Uh, so interesting. She didn't quite make our top three, but she was not forgotten, that's for sure. Oh, no. it's. I think it's, it is a really good song. And I think she'll be able to do a good vocal. I think the one thing we have about this is how much of a first impact Eurovision song. The more you hear it, the more you like it. Because I tell you what, Michael, you played it about a hundred times this week. Michael is obsessed with this song. I am a bit of a Sonia stand at the <laughs> moment. I will agree. He but... can't stop playing it, and I find myself actually singing along to this song in the street. So the more you hear it, the better it is. But I do worry about that first impact appeal. I agree, and I always worried about that first impact appeal. Having said that, listening to it with the rest of this selection, it stands in a pretty good strong chance there, Sonia, of at least making the final. Well, well I think she has, I think it's a 50-50 if she makes the final, not because of the quality of her, but just the song and Eurovision. But yep. we're definitely team Sonia in definitely. terms of support. We've got to support our Australian woman. She's, she's fantastic. Well, let's talk about things we didn't agree on. Let's talk about one perhaps I had or you had... Uh, that was in pretty high in our tens, but the mm. other didn't like it. I'll start with mine, shall I? <laughs> yeah, please do. Gosh, I think I've got to admit this. I think I've found my first real guilty pleasure of the national final season. Uh, let's give it a listen, um, and then we'll go through it. <laughs> we'll, we'll unpack it. Anyway, here's Vida with Underground. Well, I've got to say, Dale. <laughs> Why? Uh, well, my notes here. These are they're the notes that I wrote. Awful, dated, English as a second language. Bloody love it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is you. This is this isn't your kind of taste. It is. I mean, it is. It is all those things. It is very dated. Those lyrics are kind of they're not. They're, they make sense, but they're still very dated. And but there's something about this. It is such a guilty pleasure. I can imagine me loving this for the rest of the season. Well, the thing is, like, you didn't just put a high in ten. You put it as your number one. I did. You put, put it as twelve my points one. to this song. <laughs> I was shocked when you read that, that out to me. I must say, it was about thirteenth for me so it's not the worst song out there yeah. it is quite fun but you're right it's dated it's a bit cheesy um but you know what if she can pull that off it's a fun song absolutely i'd suggest get out there give it a listen people right okay well for me i think mine was i think it was better quality um yeah, we'll see. if you're fond of an accordion uh look <laughs> oh, out God, there's my first and... alarm bell going off <laughs> my um, this is my second no third place my top two got through um this is the four that's the name of the artist and the song is Song of My Heart. Again, a lot of Romanian type music in there, a bit of accordion influence. There was a lot of great songs there, but this is actually, I think, Eurovision accordion. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a good, almost like pop Eurovision song with accordion with some Eastern elements. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. 
And you know what? Um, people agree with me because the my scoreboard Eurovision app. Uh, they voted this number one. So yeah, well. you must be missing something there, Michael. Yeah, look, I didn't mind it. I did my notes here were basic but kind of catchy. And the accordion just brings a Romanian vibe to it. I mean, if you ask me, it's just a regular song, chucking an accordion, all of a sudden it's a Romanian song. Sorry, not buying it. It's okay. It's okay. I didn't mind it, but yeah, didn't really stand out for me, I'm afraid. It is a group scenario which can always sometimes go a little bit wrong live or really right. So yeah. let's see how that they perform that. If they've got really good energy, then this could be really good. And of course, we are just going off the studios. Once we start seeing the lives and on stage, who knows, everything can go. Oh, our two favourites last year bombed in the, in the first semi. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. So we're really Mine got zero. <laughs> That's it. We're, we're seriously looking forward to Celexia and Alcianala. Always brings up something really great for us. So looking forward to those guys. Shall we move on to what's coming up this week, Dale? France. Yes, indeed, for sure. So we've got Destination Eurovision. The first semi-final is taking place this Saturday in France, Sunday morning for uh, Australians out there. Absolutely. So we've had a listen. We've only got snippets at this point. There are some full versions some of full other songs, yeah, but it's is. not really fair to judge full against snippets. So we just went off the snippets for this semi-final. There was a couple that caught our eye that we want to play. Shall we start with the first one? It's In the Shadow by Florina. already got it ready for Eurovision because there's an English chorus and French verses. So it's ready to go. They don't have to revamp this. It's fantastic. Now look, on to the actual song itself. I think it's catchy. I think her vocals sound good. I think it sounds like a really strong song. Of course, it's a snippet. We haven't yep. heard it live. But it had immediate appeal to me. And this is a bit of a fan favourite as well. Yeah, I like it. It is a mid-tempo pop song, and that always tends to like to my ear. Mm. Um, yeah, again, it's, we'll see what comes up with the live, but I don't mind what I'm seeing from that snippet or what I'm hearing from that snippet. Um, yeah, I didn't mind it at all. Yeah, certainly one of I the guess ones it's, this, it's a little bit hard, isn't it, right now to judge. It I is. think this could be really dependent on her performance. It could fall very flat or could really elevate, and it'll be interesting to see how the old French people go to the English language song the only mm. English lang- language song last year bombed oh okay yep but there's only English language chorus so it might be more accepting fair enough fair enough there's another one that caught our eye from this semi-final um, let's have a listen to this one it's Pasio by Batista Aquaviva <laughs> <laughs> it takes all my strength not to say Christina Aquafina. Oh, I know. Every time I keep thinking about this song. Of course, if anyone who knows 
Bojack Horseman will be familiar with Christina Aquafina. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not her. It's no, Batista Aquafina. It's the most opposite thing of Christina Aquafina. Totally, totally. Well, let's have a talk about this one because it definitely caught my eye. And we mentioned it the other week. This is the one in Corsican. So yes. number one stands it apart from everything else. And also, even from this snippet, you're getting a bit of an Enya, uh, a bit of a deep forest kind of vibe here. And throw in a little bit of a Gregorian chant in the I background know. as well. Yeah. It's a bit going on with this one. But I really think with the right kind of staging, this could be stunning. This could be yes. absolutely stunning. So looking forward to seeing how they present this one. Uh, I agree with you. When you were ranting on about this being your favourite song and ranting is the right <laughs> word. And then I kind of forgot the snippets because I had been kind of ignoring them. And then you played that first bit. And I was kind of laughing off at the start because it was very Enya. And then, God, it grabs you. Mm. It is so dramatic. It's haunting, Dale. It's haunting. Haunting is a really yeah, good yeah. word for yeah. it. it. It is really good. And you stage this right. This is might could be mind-blowingly fantastic. Absolutely. Or it could be dull. <laughs> you know, but I think it's going to be mind-blowingly fantastic. I No, I agree with you. I'm on board with this as well. Yeah. Not necessarily a big fan favourite at the moment, but we're like, watch this space. Yeah. We think this is going to do very well. I'm seeing dry ice. I'm seeing some sort of spectacular sort of gown thing or something. Come on. Uh, I'm expecting gown. Bring it. Definitely. Bring definitely it. a gown, for sure. Bring it. Looking forward to what France, because we loved France last year. So let's see what France are bringing Probably, up this year. Probably uh, my favourite national final last year. Agree. Agree. Also, probably the only other artist probably worth mentioning is because this just missed, you know, our top two songs from the snippets is uh, Bilal Hassani. And it's quite, he's quite an interesting cat, old Bilal. Mm. Um, he was on The Voice Kids only a few years ago. I was say young Bilal, I think it might be. <laughs> well, well, young. He is very young, actually. <laughs> he was on The Voice Kids, like, in 2014. Mm. He sang Rise Like a Phoenix. Um, he is... Um, openly queer and performs really in kind of very androgynous style and he really said that voice experience where he looks like you know just a a, you know regular square kid like he looks like a square nerdy kid to be honest and then when they were trying to develop him up he was trying to they were kind of going to the Justin Bieber look and he really rejected that he's owning his own look he's got a huge amount of YouTube followers and his music's really interesting and he's really interesting himself. I'm expecting to see a really good show and I actually really like the song itself and I think he could be one to watch if the vocal's good enough. Yeah, I've got to say, I don't mind the song. Mm. I really, really don't mind the song and I've got a feeling there's going to be a performance coming up here. There better be. Whether, whether it's one that people like or they don't, he's going to like it because he goes to his own beat and yeah. he does his own thing and I really like that. Own it, be yourself and to do it at such a young age, that's, that's so... That's, Something has to be admired. So mm. this is going to be one one to watch. Gotcha. Whether you're going to like it or not might be another thing completely. But hey, totally. I'm really looking forward to this bit of diversity in this. I love it. That's what, that's what national finals are about. It's an interesting mix of songs. There's quite a good few strong ones in there. We're really looking forward to Destination Eurovision as always. We are, we are, we are. So what also happened this week, Dale, is we had our Spanish 10 for the Eurovision Gala have mm. been announced. We had our three public vote winners. We had Maria, Natalia and Noelia. They got the the ticket for the public. And then our expert panel got the other seven. Yeah, and this came through from there was um, 
Operation Triumpho. That's the one. Yes, I'm not very good at my pronunciation, but this is the whole thing about choosing the Spanish Eurovision artists. There were 17 songs and it got down to 10, and that's how they got there. Yes. Uh, we, well, actually, there's a massive favourite. We've already mentioned her in another podcast, but I think we should have a listen to her song. She is currently smashing it all over the place. It is Maria with Muerdami. Si me atrevo, te atreves. Si te llamo, tú vienes. Vamos a portarnos más. Muérdeme el corazón. I'm loving this. I am absolutely loving this. This is the Lomalo we should have got last year, and I think we're going to get it this year. This is this is smashing it for me. Really, really love it. I think she's definitely the one to beat. Eurovision fans love her. The public obviously do as well. Um, she's set up to win this for sure. Let's see how the actual lives go, though. You yeah. never know. True. true and true, I true. think there's a couple of good songs below her, but you know what? From the snippet, I do love it. It does sound a lot like that Mariah Carey song from uh, 2005. It's like that? Is that yep. the one? Okay. Same mm. opening little bit, but I can look past that. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've got to say, there's another couple we do like. We do like Mickey's song. Yes. La Venda. Very happy that I got through. I can't see that winning, but it's really fun. Of You know, good Spanish vibe, upbeat song. So Spanish. It's got castanets and paella dripping <laughs> off it. It is so Spanish. <laughs> one thing I'm going to mention, I thought it was really interesting that Famous the winner of Operación Triunfo didn't get a public vote through. And to be honest, the general consensus is that song was terrible. It's not a good song. I don't know why they gave the winner that song, no, but anyway. No. He's, the expert panel got him through, so he will be performing at the gala. Um, I can't see imagine he's going to get the ticket. I think all eyes on Maria. And what about the other song that we like? Because I think that's a sneaky chance of doing well because I think there's more of a performance potential in there. Yeah, Noelia. That was definitely one that caught my eye. Big vocal, good opportunity for a good live performance, I reckon, on that one. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit more ballady. They might be you know, a bit hurt from Tu Cancion last year, <laughs> so maybe it won't get through. But I think it has some stage presence potential there. I totally agree. Right, and the other big thing this week was ESE 250. Oh, terrific way to spend your New Year's Eve. Yes, it was for us. We did New Year's Eve and very early New Year's Day in Australia. For those of you who don't know, it's the two best 250 songs counted down by ESE Radio in Europe. It's an annual t- tradition of the fans. It's absolutely fantastic. And the winner, Michael? Oh, what a surprise. Bring us the surprise. Well, who won, Dale? It was Euphoria. Yet again. Oh. Seventh year running. Uh, look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on it because I do love the song, and I've got to say it really does show what a fantastic song that it really it is. Mm. Beloved by a lot of people, obviously, um, and you know, still still loved six years later. Or yeah. I know this is it, and the the thing is, um, a lot of people talking about whether the songs this year, Toil Fuego, could actually upset Euphoria. Um, that didn't actually happen. Euphoria won by about 1,500 points. So it is a bit dull. She wins every year, but there's a reason. It's just a fantastic song. <laughs> now, second place. That was the big one. It was Fuego over Toy. Yes. We, we kind of thought that would happen, though. We did kind of think that would happen. <laughs> yes, and I think um, you know Fuego did very well for second place. The big news, though, Toy, as a winner, finished only 23rd. Okay, I mean, that's it. I mean, that's 23rd is very good. Yeah, look, that's great. Um, the thing is, each year, the fi- the winner of Eurovision always makes the top 10, if not the top 5. 
And the only song that hasn't is Running Scared in 2011 because that was horrific. Oh, it was rock. <laughs> so this was a really big shock that Toy only came 23rd. So it is a bit worrying for its legacy. Is that novelty kind of uh, approach of the song mm. kind of going to taint it in a way? Great first listen. It kind of dies off after time. Perhaps. Bit of a Marmite song kind of thing. It is. Know? So mm. you never know. You never know. It still has its place in history. Um, just to give you the, the top five, it was Euphoria, then Fuego. In third place was Amar Pelos Deutsch, which obviously held, it came second last year, so still popular, even though there's a lot of Salvador haters out there. Yeah, nice to see. Jamala came fourth, mm. 1944. Mm. Mm. That's, that's nice. Well done. Well done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and in fifth place was City Lights by Blanche. I'm really happy for that. Really, yeah. This seems to be one that I think will live a long time with the fandom, City Lights. It, it's amazing. It came fifth last year, fifth this year. And for a song that looked like going into the semis might not even qualify, mm. Blanche pulled it together and has a song that has a legacy now. Absolutely. That's, that's amazing. Now, a bit of a shout-out for the Australian songs. Yeah, and we, we go. Yeah, well, Dami Im came 19th, and that was up thirty from 30th the year before, so it was a great result. She went up. She went up. That's terrific. That's really good. So good on you, everyone getting out there and voting, particularly the Australians. Thank you. <laughs> um, Jess came 127th, yep. which is a good result for, I think, for that song that came, you know, 20th. Yeah, and I was looking through the 2018 songs, and she was the 21st of the 2018 songs. So, you know, about where she finished. Yeah, totally. Um, Guy Sebastian has stayed in every single year. He finished 213th. Isaiah didn't make it last year, and of course he didn't make it this year, no. 420th. And a shout-out to Gina G, 78th place with Ooh Ah Just A Little Bit which is an Australian song absolutely you British have it but it's really an Australian song we know that so we're yeah. owning it we're owning it I've got to say there's a couple of highlights that stuck up for me as well Dale oh yes one Lydia Isaac <laughs> one of my favourites of Falling Stars she she jumped back into the 250 well she never I don't know if she ever made it well I don't know who's voting for her no I think look, she, she was in at 184 so no, she didn't just sneak in so I hate to break it to you Michael there was a few troll entries this year oh stop it it was no it was an organised troll a slight attack of about probably about 10 songs got through oh. and I think Lydia was one of them as Sorry. was that favourite of mine from Lithuania Shoes oh really <laughs> yeah so they kind oh. of snuck in that way I'm sure what wasn't a troll uh, representative <laughs> at 221 was I Sell Cross My Heart from yeah. Azerbaijan <laughs> yes. i got to say some of the 2018 songs didn't make the 250 no. so hey well done as Azerbaijan much maligned but hey they made it we know that's one of your favourite songs it's and so your nice. reaction was priceless I will post it again on our social media uh, for those who did not see it it was amazing no I, I was pleased for it it's a good fun song yeah I wasn't expecting it to make it so no hmm. I really was, was not at all no trolling involved probably also um, this is a good chance to be a big shout out to the OGAE Australia um, fan club now the committee there are doing this um, big top 100 countdown for later in the month so Australia's own countdown mm-hmm. voted by club members and the managed to get um, a radio station to play the full 100 which is going to be fantastic it's Joy 94.9 in Melbourne however they are also um, available online so everyone will be able to listen to it on the 28th of January the public holiday for Australia Day here where we do 
do a an annual music countdown. Yes, there's another one that <laughs> a very famous one, a very yeah. famous one. But there will be a Eurovision Top 100 as voted by the Australian members. Yes, so feel free to tune in. You can tune in all around the world. I'm a little bit worried about the committee's taste. I mean, well, the club's taste, not the committee itself, the whole <laughs> club, because we're doing another thing, and they said that Susie was the best Portuguese song in the last ten years. I love Susie, but to vote that above a Marpella Stoys, we might see some interesting artists in that top 100. Going to be an interesting countdown, that one, for sure. Indeed. Right. What's the, going on with the week ahead, Dale? We start, must be starting to ramp up now in January. It is. Well, I think January is going to be forward. The next week's actually not too much, surprisingly. But on the 7th of Jan, which is going to be Monday European time, is Czech Republic are going to announce their artists. And songs competing in their kind of online national final thing. I never know what Czech Republic are doing. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, we're going to get the artists from them, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, And as I mentioned before, the Destination Eurovision semi-final will take place on Saturday. That's the only two official things we know of. Oh, good. Yeah, so it's quite quiet on that front. We're probably expecting some announcements from Australia, hopefully soon. I hope so. We're only about a month away from the national final. Yeah. We've only got two songs at seven artists. We're expecting another three artists and eight more songs. Yep. So I reckon they shouldn't be far away. Must be a flurry of uh, stuff happening very shortly, one would imagine. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it is the Christmas break, so you know they'll come back and, and hit it pretty hard after that. So that's it. Probably two other quick things to mention. Did mm-hmm. you see the whole San Marino news? No. What's happening in San Marino? So they're going to. There's apparently this international artist. Okay. Who? Someone from Italy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Who's going to compete? And one of them might be the human Kendall. Is the rumours around it? Oh please. So, oh no. We we don't know yet. Uh, that sounds just like a bit of uh, what do you call it? Like tr- trolling for uh, attention. Let's no. hope so because we don't we don't jump into the rumors, but it's very much down to two that have been posting things about San Marino. So mm. there's two down there, and we just hope it's nothing that bad. <laughs> we haven't heard his song yet. It might be really good. Though. It could be, you know, knowing your know. taste from Romania, <laughs> you probably will love it. Exactly, it might be my number one ranked for the year. Who knows? <laughs> Oh, it couldn't be any worse than last year from San Marino. <laughs> Surely. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Yes, indeed. And, of course, you can always get us on our socials. It's Twitter. It's Instagram. It's Facebook and YouTube as well. All Aussie Vision Net. We do our Fan of the Week every Friday as well. Yeah. So give us a shout-out if you want to be featured as a Fan of the Week, especially if you listen to our podcast. We'd much rather... Get those people out there. <laughs> we've or had some really, four or five of you. you know? we've, uh, we've had some really good people, a fan of the week, both the Aussies and the international. Really mm. interesting. Some good stories. For sure. Cool. Thanks for joining us, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.